G'day and welcome to another episode of the Luke's Lowdown podcast. Today, I'm chatting with my good friend Bridget, and we're talking about how she perceives success and what her version of success is. And I have Richmond's ice cream queen Bridget with me, and we're going to get into her definitions of success and what it means. Bridget, how are you doing? I'm good. Fantastic. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am basically the ice cream queen of Richmond. Um, I am a wife, I'm a dog mummy, and I am rather like you. I'm kind of on a quest for finding out what makes me happy. That's my ultimate goal in life. That's amazing. I think that's a great place to start with. Does success and happiness is that the same thing for you? Yeah, I think it is. Um, one of the reasons why I wanted us to come and sit here and we're surrounded by Richmond's finest place, I think, apart from the park, Richmond Green, is because this, to me, is what success is. I mean, we're at, what, half 11 on a weekday, and here you and I are sitting on Richmond Green, chatting. And that, to me, is part of what success is. Go a little bit deeper, tell us exactly what you mean by that. So, you and I really don't have to answer to anyone. I mean, I guess we have to answer to the tax man, right? Maybe we have to answer to our bank manager, but we can pretty much do what we like. If we want to come out and sit on Richmond Green and have a conversation, we can. And that, to me, is part of what success is. It's not being confined to boundaries that other people have set. It's choosing our own boundaries, choosing how we want to structure our day and come and do enjoyable things like this. So freedom of time. Yeah. And that's something that you've always seen as success or is that something that you've almost found when you've been able to have this time? I think it's been the result of starting my own business and working 14 hour days to realize actually how important time is. Because when you start something, I mean, I've never worked for anyone. And so when I started the ice cream business and I looked at how other people had started businesses, I just naturally assumed that you had to work every day of the week for 12, 14 hours a day to make it, make it a success. Actually, what success is, is having the team of people around you to enable you to sit on Richmond Green and talk to your faves. <laughs> so, drinking drinking green tea. <laughs> there you go. So that's in, in a business sense yeah. that you create this team so you can build up your business so you can own your own time. Yeah. So you don't have to pass that off to someone else. But what about your team? Like they're still working for you. Yeah. So how can you help them and help them become successful with the knowledge and the experience that you've had to make them feel like they own a bit more of their own time? So that's a really good question. I tend to employ, well I try and employ either other entrepreneurs who need maybe some, some money, some capital to get their ideas off the ground, or I tend to employ people in the creative arts. So I employ a lot of people in musical theatre, I apply a lot, uh, employ a lot of actors, Basically, I like employing creatives because, um, for example, someone in musical theatre 
when they're in a show, great. When they're not in a show, they need to find something to do. So I tend to employ them between contracts. Because I can be so flexible in my company, if they need to go off to auditions, if they need to rehearse something, you know, I give them the freedom to be able to do that. Well, I try and give them the freedom to do that. That's, that's really interesting, the, the type of people that you're looking to employ. Uh, you're not just trying to employ anyone, you're trying to employ people that uh, are going to come and work hard for you because they're coming to work for you for a spe specific purpose of getting them between contracts in their, whether they're an actor or, mm. or, or, or an artist type of thing. I think that's really important for people who are looking to be successful is surrounding yourself with people that are going to help build you up yep. rather than just pull you down. Have you found that? Yeah, definitely. And it's a funny, I mean, I used to spend quite a lot of time with UK entrepreneurs and I tend not to now. Okay. Um, because I found, interestingly, that a lot of people that you spend time with don't really understand what it is you do. I don't know, I haven't explained that very well. So. You and I were chatting before the podcast about the Americans, and I've generally found the Americans much more can-do than the British. Um, and I imagine, you know, the Australians are probably more similar to the Americans, I guess. Um, I find a lot of people generally don't want to do what it takes in order to be successful here. I think there's a lot of people on social media talking the talk. Um, I used to quite like positive quotes on Instagram. Now I find them really irritating. <laughs> why, why is that? I don't know. I find a lot of them just so irritating. I'm going to sound like a grumpy old woman now, but I don't care. I know you're not. So I think it's great that people post about positivity, but it's not enough just to post quotes every day and to look at things without taking action. I think positivity and positive quotes without the action that you need to take that's attached to them doesn't really result in anything. Just reading, reading positivity and stuff like that doesn't make it happen. And I find a lot of the people that are in the entre entrepreneurial space uh, or not necessarily in the entrepreneurial space. Maybe they work for another company. Let's just start that again. Oh, it's a bit breezy. Um, Let me set that up. Um, just start again with a lot of people in yeah. the entrepreneurial space. There are a lot of people in hang the on, entrepreneurial on. space who... Say that again. There are a lot of people with the, in, within the entrepreneurial space that I just see post-positivity and... A lot of it's not that real and there's not a lot of action being taken. Yeah, I, I totally agree that you need to have a positive attitude and you need to have positivity, but if you don't have action, you can't become successful. Yeah. You know, because don't get me wrong, like you need to have the right mindset and you need to be able to overcome obstacles and, and adapt to setbacks. This is what I talk about quite often. But unless you're actually doing, yeah, then 
it, all it is is a lot of saying. Yeah. And and actually doing the hard work, as you said earlier, like doing the 14-hour days to a period of time where you're like, okay, if I want to be successful, and my true definition of success is freedom of my time, yeah. so we can sit here at 11.30 on a weekday and have this conversation, is I have to put in the work, but then I also have to sort of reflect and go, okay, now what is my definition of success? It's not just about making money. It's not just about you know, um, more flavors of ice creams yeah. for you. It's, it's uh, looking things that are looking at life in a, in a larger scale. And I want to touch into, so we've talked a lot about business now. What does it mean to be successful in your personal life? I love that question because I'm still trying to find out. Like, so I've talked on other podcasts before about my journey with depression and I've suffered a lot with depression. I mean, now that I found out that actually my depression is really linked to um, an illness that I have, it's made life slightly easier. But success, let's look at the last five years, has meant so many different things to me personally. Success when I have been really depressed might be that I've got out of bed, had a shower and put my clothes on. Um, and that sometimes feels like just as big a win for me as maybe uh, a hot sunny day uh, where I've been out on a, you know, on a 20 mile training run and survived it and felt great at the end of it and been doing star jumps for Instagram. You know, it, it really does mean something very different on any given day, personally. And one of the greatest things I've learned, and I'm 43 now, is that actually that's how I judge every day. So I take a look at how I'm feeling mentally, how I'm feeling physically, and at the end of the day, my success is determined by what I've achieved within those parameters. Yeah, I think a lot of people in their personal lives and even like kind of go across into their to work life as well, is they have a success like a trophy at the end, whether it be a house, a car, yeah. X amount of um, dollars in a bank account, and Every single day is about getting to that, let's call it a trophy, yeah. you know. But we don't look at each individual day and being successful yeah. of every single day. And I think that's great to strip it back and go, okay, if I can, when you're having a tough time, get out of bed, get dressed and, you know, take care of myself that day, that's a success. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't look at their daily lives as an opportunity to be successful and achieve. And then if we can strip it back and go, okay, I wanna be able to do this each day, and if I consistently do that, then that's gonna help me get to my end goal. Do you find, like in your personal life with friends or family, things like that, that a lot of people don't focus on daily success? Definitely, absolutely. And I, I don't understand why, because actually if you can unlock the key to that personally, Life is so different. You feel so much better in life if you literally chunk it down to daily success. Um, let's look at a lot of work I used to do was in the weight loss industry years ago. And, you know, someone who's trying to, let's say someone is, I don't know, 10 stone overweight. All they can think about is losing that 10 stone. When actually, if you look at it on a day-to-day -day business and you chunk it right down, celebrating, 
I don't know, whether it's you've gone for a walk, let's say you're very, very, you know, overweight, you've gone for a walk that day, or you've, I don't know, eaten a few more vegetables than you normally would. That would be a great success for someone, but they don't. They just look at, I've got to lose that 10 stone, I've got to get, you know, I've got to get to the finish line, I've got to get to the finish line. Yeah, and I think that sort of, you can look at both ways, what we talked about, the positive Instagram quotes, that if you're taking action and you're being successful in that day that you ate more vegetables and you went for a yeah. walk, for your analogy, then that, and you realize that that's a success, then that's gonna make you feel more confident. Yeah. And that's gonna make you feel more positive. So yeah. then that positivity can help you to fuel action the following day. Definitely. So it's not one or the other, they can both work in symmetry to mm -hmm. help you actually move forward. And I think that's very vital that if we can take a step back and look at our daily lives as opportunities to be successful, yeah. as, you, as you said, in the weight loss thing is focus on each individual day and doing the things that can help you become successful uh, at, at the end of wherever you're trying to go. I think internally that can increase the confidence and, and that can help your attitude towards the end goal by little steps. Yeah. And I think that with these little steps is people see them as a, as a small a small gain and don't really want to give them the power, which I think is very powerful, of how successful that is. So to finish up is in your own personal life, how do you focus in on those little successes and keep them in the forefront of your mind rather than just disregarding them? I set myself mentally every morning five things to get done. Okay. And those five things are not necessarily business related and they're not necessarily personally specific, but any more than five things and I go into overwhelm. So I focus on five things. And you know, for example, today I'll give you my five things. My five things were to cycle to and from work without getting knocked off my bike. <laughs> I mean, sounds stupid, but uh, as you probably know, getting out on the road sometimes can be fraught with danger. And I'm not that confident on the road. So that's quite a big win for me personally, is I stick my helmet on and I get out there and I cycle to and from work. And I feel such a buzz at the end of it. One, because I've overcome a fear, and two, because actually it's sunny and I've got some exercise and I feel great. Um, my, my next thing that I have to do today is interview someone to come and work in our team. Um, I've got to uh, complete everything from the, for the VAT return. This all sounds very boring, uh, listeners, but I'm sure you, once I get them done, I'm gonna feel great. Um, and then the, one of the other things I've got to mention that I want to do today is I cannot make a successful sourdough bread. Luke, I've tried. I mean, I've got quite a scientific brain and bread is actually a science. I have tried and failed so many times. So what I'm gonna to do today is print out um, four people that I follow who create successful sourdough bread. Look at their sourdough starters, print them out, and I'm gonna do four sourdough starters from those four people to try and create sourdough bread. And the last thing is that I don't know if you know anything about Gravity Life. Do you know Gravity Life? So it's some, some guys that were on Dragon's Den and they've created this neck cradle that you lie on and a, a triangle that you stick under your sacrum and you basically lie on it for 20 minutes a day. And one of the things that I want to do 
every day for the next month is to lie on it because whenever I do I feel great so success for me sometimes is sticking something into my day every day that I do for say a month and so far I've I've done it this month so that has to go on my to-do list now it doesn't sound a lot but actually and I'm, there's probably people listening that get 20 things done in a day but the key to my success is picking five things in my day and doing them so I want to touch on what happens if you don't complete all five I used to get really hung up on it and beat myself up about it. Now I just move it to the next day. But because in my head I say to myself, I could move it to the next day, generally I don't. Right, so you're really focused it. on those five things. Yeah. And if, <clears throat> if for whatever happens, life gets in the way and you can't complete those five things to, to make your day a success, yeah. so to speak, then you, it's okay that you can you can bump it on to yeah. the next day but because you're not setting 20 30 things on your to-do list like we've all done yeah. and in reality there's no way that we're going to finish them but making it a little bit flexible yeah uh, and that can be that can be helpful and i found that in my own life i, mm. I write a to-do list the night before um each each day and i get up in the morning and i, and I have something that i'm going to achieve yeah and that to-do list is getting smaller and shorter every month, every year, because I know that if I complete more of these tasks, then I feel more confident, I feel more positive, and I also feel like I'm achieving more because I'm not having so many down periods where I'm like, oh, well, I didn't achieve all of that. Yeah, have you read the book, The One Thing? No, I haven't. Oh, I mean, I'm 43 and slightly menopausal, so I can't remember who wrote it. I should know, because I've recommended it so many times. It's such an amazing book. I'll look it up. And that is one of the reasons that I now have such a short to-do list, is because of that book. It's basically telling you that in life, if you focus on one thing, and it might be one thing that you're good at in your industry, it doesn't mean you just complete one thing a day. But if you focus your brain like that, great things happen. It's a really, really good book. I think we'll finish there on a good book. <laughs> In the sunshine. In the Yay. sunshine with car alarms and horns <laughs> yeah. going off. We had people cheering earlier. I think it might have been the local election results maybe, that came out. Maybe, maybe, maybe. So I want to thank Bridget, the Richmond ice cream queen. You got it out. <laughs> I got it out. That was, that was a tricky one. What did you think of that? Let me know. A little bit different. But I also want to throw in some interviews that I have with friends and people who have been successful or think in a slightly different way. So let me know what you think, leave a comment, and remember, if you like and you enjoy what you're hearing, subscribe to the Luke's Lowdown podcast, and remember, be real and be you.